Welcome to the Tech Up Checkup Podcast with the Girl Tech Innovators. I'm Lori Boyer. And I'm Julia Hilburn. It's gonna be May. <laughs> That's my little uh, tagline for this podcast. I couldn't think of anything else. I love it. Welcome to May. <laughs> mayday, mayday. <laughs> so as always, we are going to start off with the spotlight on the Tech Up Checkup Innovator of the Month. This month, it is Monica Brooks from Port St. Lucie High School. She is a school guidance counselor, and she is doing some really amazing things over there. She has created a flow for the guidance department that when students complete a form requesting their transcripts, it will notify the guidance department and allow them to stay organized with their request and prepare the files for the students in a timely manner. She is also creating a giant video for all of her graduating seniors. She's taking video clips and pictures of the students from the college and military decision day, audio recordings from the principal, and she even reached out to IRSC and had the president record a message specific to the PSL high seniors. With all the things that counselors have on their plates right now, especially during this time of the year, she is going above and beyond with her technology for students and it is very much appreciated. Monica, you've been tech checked. We have some great things to share with you all today as we are wrapping up this school year and we all know that this school year looks so different than any of the other ones we've ever experienced. It sure does, it sure does. So before we chat about Summer PD and some other offerings, let's chat about how the DIY conference went. Yes, the DIY conference was a huge success. We had over 150 teachers attend on a Saturday and the feedback from the conference was very supportive of the formatting that we chose. Absolutely. So having that virtual option. Yes. And where you could pre-pick your session. Absolutely. So also, big shout out to the presenters because they rocked it too. They shared great ideas for implementation in their classroom and uh, the colleagues that attended, they were able to take new learning back with them and utilize in their classrooms right away. Plus, not to mention, the prize giveaways are pretty darn fantastic. They too. were truly <laughs> phenomenal. So attendees, they express their appreciation for the tech prizes like webcams and writing tablets, tech backpacks, and so much more. And we couldn't have done it without the support of the Education Foundation. So we're very appreciative of that. We are, and we are already planning the next big tech conference for next school year. So be on the lookout for more information. And as always, you will hear it here first. And that'll be super exciting. We'll have to theme it up again. We always love a good theme, right? Yes. (laughs) So speaking of upcoming events, let's talk a little bit about Summer PD because it does include um, a lot of tech trainings too. So we want to make everyone aware. It does. So we have some some fantastic offerings this summer starting on Monday, June 7th. Some of those include the new best standards trainings, youth mental health first aid. There are specific training for social studies teachers, science teachers, math teachers, as well as trainings for media specialists and CTE teachers. Also, there are some really great asynchronous training options as well. Those will be offered in Canvas including all types of things. Um, Some of these are going to be face-to-face. Some will be offered virtually, whether it be a team live meeting or the asynchronous Canvas option. So really a lot of great learning opportunities in a variety of different formats to meet, you know, everyone's needs. I also heard that there was some great trainings coming up for our non-instructional staff as well. Yes, and some of those trainings include ESOL paraprofessional foundations, equitable learning environments, 
excel in Word and an array of technology modules. So that's some of those that are offered online. They're self-paced. You can do them throughout the whole summer. And they're offered for both instructional and non-instructional. That's awesome. So really our teachers can continue to tech up all summer long with their yeah, training offerings. They so can. how do we find this information? So right now all of the PD sessions that are being offered are listed in Frontline. So you can make sure that you go on right now and register today because spots are limited. Um, also if you have not seen the entire PD catalog you can find that in the instructional tech team um, as well as listed right on the front page Page of the TD website. So it's right on that front page of talent development. Awesome. So since we're kind of in that end of the year mode, let's talk a little bit about some ed tech tips to help us wrap up the school year. Definitely. Um, one of the most important ones, I think we talk about Teams and Canvas mm -hmm. on the forefront because those are where our main classes are built. So Absolutely. I'll go ahead and take Canvas sure. if you want. Um, so with Canvas, one of the main things that I, I want to stress is any of those PD courses that were offered during pre-service week back in August, mm -hmm. that seems like a lifetime ago, but um, if they were- Decades ago. Decades, <laughs> I should have said that, yes. Right? So all of those pre-service week August PD courses or and or the January PD courses will be closing on May 31st. So what does that mean for mm. teachers? If you still have those courses on your dashboard, and some of you may have already taken them off, just mm -hmm. chose to unstar them and, and take them off, um, it's not gonna affect you at all. However, if you are seeing them still on your Canvas dashboard as of May 31st, your Canvas dashboard is gonna look a little more empty because we're gonna be <laughs> removing all of those and then if you sign up for the new Canvas offerings, you are going to see the new courses or the course cards on your dashboard. So I just wanted to let you know that after June 1st, they're automatically going to be archived into your past enrollments. Perfect, so they won't be on the forefront on your dashboard anymore. Correct. Um, so speaking of Canvas and thinking about closing out the year, you'll want to check out um, Jessica Gutierrez from the curriculum team. She's holding her monthly Canvas chat. And the ones that are being offered on Tuesday, May 18th and May 25th, will be discussing just that, closing out the school year and what to prep in Canvas to feel good about that. So they'll be held at 2 o'clock and 4.30 p.m. each one of those days. So check out the general channel in our instructional technology team to sign up for that online Canvas chat and just be in the know. And I think she goes over more of the in-depths for your classes and yep. how to close those out, how to keep what you want and move forward. So um, definitely tune in to her sessions yeah. because they're wonderful. It's, it's I, a good prep for the new year. You yes. know what I mean? Just starting clean. Which I also cannot believe that we are talking about the new year. Like how are we ending out 2021 and starting a new year? I'm not sure, honestly, because I think that um, this year will truly forever be ingrained in our memories just due to the unique nature of it, you know? So um, it's actually kind of exciting, I think, to, to wrap it up, hopefully put a little bow on it and move forward and take what we've learned and, and grow it uh, moving forward in 2021. Definitely, just thinking about all the technology that we have and how to continue to use this in classrooms and it, it's exciting. It's very Absolutely. exciting. Absolutely. So thinking about that, the other uh, big application, EdTech application that we utilize is Microsoft Teams. So we did want to give you a couple of heads up um, in regards to that as you're wrapping up your year. So any Microsoft Teams that were automatically generated using the Skyward schedules, they will be archived on June 30th. So what does that mean? Well, archiving is when a team 
Um, archiving a team is when we remove the team from your active teams list and it freezes the team activity. So that includes the ability to add or edit any channels, post messages, create new assignments. All the content that is associated with that team will still be saved and you'll, you as the owner will be able to access it at any time, but will no longer appear under your active teams. So right there on your dashboard, really talking about a dashboard view again. Right. Um, it's, so this is part of helping to clean it up. So you will though still be able to access it by going to your little settings uh, wheel at the top right of your team's dashboard. And when you click on manage teams, then you'll see any of the archive teams um, below the active teams that are listed. So you'll still be able to get to them, but you cannot update them and you know add more to it. So that's just kind of something to keep in mind. June 30th is when that will that will take place, part of the cleanup. And that is for, just to clarify, any teams that were created for teachers by the Skyward Sync. Correct. correct? So if, if it's automatically shown up in there. Now on the flip side, if you created a team, um, something to just keep on the forefront of your thinking is that it's active for one year. So at the end of one year, you need to renew that team. Typically, actually this just even happened to me this morning, I had one come up that I had created last year around this time, and I said, hey, your team's about to expire. So you get this automatic email that's generated letting you know, hey, click here, and then you can uh, renew your team. And you can renew it unlimited amount of times, so there's right. no limit to that. However, if you're concerned because you don't remember, hmm, did I create this team in July or, you know, sometime during the summer break or, you know, very beginning of the school year and you just want to be proactive, if you want, you can go to your team and when you go in there, um, you'll click on the three dots and essentially the ellipsis and you'll click manage team and you'll click on the settings tab then you'll scroll down and you'll see team expiration when you click on there then it'll let you see when the team is set to expire and then you can renew it right there so Perfect. if you're you know a little nervous hey when did i create that exactly you could get that information as well as um update and renew that great great information so yeah. and if you don't want to renew the team because maybe it was just for you know, soccer this year and you're gonna have a new soccer team next year, Right. then you don't need to renew it and you just let it go and it's fine. But please note, when you do not renew a team after 30 days, it cannot be retrieved. Correct. Okay? So it's truly, you're getting rid of it um, <laughs> in totality. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone, gone, gone. <laughs> so Julia, are you the type of person that when you're working, you tend to have tons of tabs open and you're kind of multitasking? Oh my goodness. I feel like I walk around with my tabs open in my brain. But yes, yes on my computer screen, I have tons of tabs open. They're just everywhere. And I flip back and forth between, if it's not monitors, I'm flipping back and forth between tabs on my same screen. Yes. Absolutely. So if you are, then you're going to be really excited because there's some updates to the Microsoft Edge Chromium browser um, that we typically, you know, highly encourage utilizing yes, because it, it really um, lets the applications work in the most efficient fashion. And I think you're going to be happy. So first one that we want to share with you, one of the feature updates is sleep mode for your tabs. So you'll notice when you're typing away and you're working on stuff, if you haven't accessed a tab for a while, it'll look almost grayed out. Mm -hmm. um, that means that it's gone into sleep mode. Sleep mode by default in our system, it's three hours of inactivity. So if you've had that open first thing in the morning and now it's you know after lunch break and you're coming back, you'll notice that it's grayed out. Why is that important? Well, it is because it's helping um, the 
essentially the functionality of your computer. It's not utilizing the memory. So that's helpful for, you know, ease of use with your computer and keeping it efficient. But then it's also extending the battery life. That's huge. So it's not eating away at your battery when you're not utilizing a tab. Especially if you forget your charger like me. <laughs> exactly. So um, you can adjust those settings if you wanted it to be after five minutes or one hour. You can go to um, the three dots in the Microsoft Edge browser and click on it and then go to settings. And when you type in sleep or like sleeping tabs, either one, you'll see that comes up and you have control of that. Now, you know, you're probably thinking, well, do you wake a beast, a sleeping beast, right? It's okay if you do. So if it's in sleep mode, once you click on one of those tabs, it just wakes right up and it's, it's working efficiently, you know, from the start. So we just wanted to let you know about sleep mode. That's great. Another edge feature that I'm really excited to share about is immersive reader and not just immersive reader because that's been an edge, right. but immersive reader is now a feature in Wikipedia. Yes. So Wikipedia is one of the most popular sites in the world right now and immersive reader is enabled by default. So when you That's go awesome. to Wikipedia, Immersive Reader is going to be located at the top of the page in the toolbar, and it allows you to use all the features of Immersive Reader directly on their site. So it's taking this text and making it accessible to all. Absolutely. To have those rich features embedded right there in that site is huge, knowing the millions and millions of people who access it on a regular basis. So true. There's so many options inside of Microsoft Edge that you can find that I guarantee half of our listeners aren't even aware of. I wasn't aware of them. And Microsoft Edge has just really transformed our education life Absolutely. so much. They're really um, thinking about the teacher, the student, you know, and how it could be best use case in the world of education. So you want to make sure you have, I call it the wave. That's what it looks like, right? The icon for Microsoft Edge Chromium. Um, that way, you know, you have the latest uh, version. And if not, you could go to Microsoft Edge Chromium and download it on your computer. So we want to make you aware um, when you have the tabs at the top of your screen, most people don't realize that if you right click on a tab that you have open in Microsoft Edge Chromium, you get a lot of different options. Mm -hmm. And really this is to meet your needs as a end user. So for example, if you right click, you'll see multiple things that are available. You could pin a tab, you can mute a tab if you don't want you know, updates from it. You can obviously close the tab out. But something that's pretty neat is you can actually turn on vertical tabs. So if you don't enjoy that view at the top with all the tabs open and you know feeling overwhelmed, like your brain feels overwhelmed sometimes, right, with multiple tabs open, you can um, turn on vertical tabs and it'll actually go to the to the left side of your screen. Um, it gives you you know a more robust viewing um, mm -hmm. area to work with, and then when you click on it, it will open to the left side of your screen and affords you the opportunity to continue to open tabs or add to it or, or navigate through them. So we just kind of wanted to um, you know share that with you. You can also, if you have certain ones that are your favorites that you're always using, you can open those up on there, create um, a favorite or a new collection, mm -hmm. and then you could always access them at literally one click. The vertical tab view reminds me of um, OneNote. 100%. So keeping yes. those notebooks, and if, you, if you're if you an avid OneNote user, that's kind of like the view that you're used to. So then yes. when you switch to Edge, you can kind of turn it on, and then it'll look similar. Yeah, that's the exactly. way I think about it. 100%. It just it keeps it 
keeps you in your comfort zone for navigating and functioning. Definitely. Awesome. Well, I think today our time has come to an end and we hope that you have gained some helpful ed tech tips from our Tech Up Checkup podcast. 